0: the noise that's right pass the noise episode three hope you're having a great day hope you got your coffee diet coke whatever I'm just going to preface this by saying that I am not a relationship counselor advisor disclaimer I am not very good at this and I come from you from a humble approach because who really is a great advisor or counselor when it comes to relationships when most of us have failed miserably. Apparently I've only had one good relationship and that's the relationship that I'm in because I'm happily married. All the other ones have completely miserably failed. And think about this, there's nobody who walks out of a relationship or gets out of a relationship who actually says, hey, That made me a completely better person I am so overwhelmed by joy right now that I don't know what to do with myself so when people come to me and ask me about things I'm like first of all disclaimer I'm not good with this I can tell you whether or not someone is into you or not there's nothing wrong with telling someone whether someone's into them or not from the outside looking in You know, they always said, well, I can't see through the forest because of the trees. When you're away and not in the relationship, you can usually clear out the trees so you can see through the forest because you're on the outside looking in. And there's nothing wrong with giving advice then because it's usually quite apparent whether someone is into the other person or not when you're looking at someone else's relationship. But you know what's interesting? When you fall into the same category, those trees all of a sudden grow really quickly and really tall and really thin. When people come to me and ask me about relationships and you know a guy will come up to me and in my office and say hey I'm having some really big struggles with my girlfriend right now. What what went wrong? How can I change it? What can I do to overcome this? And I say listen I don't hold your girlfriend's hand. I don't kiss her. I don't take long walks on the beach with her. I don't watch TV with her. I don't have a clue what she's into, what she's out of. I don't even know how she, I've never argued with her. I don't know whether she fights fair. I don't know whether she interprets text messages the way they're intended, which that's a completely different podcast altogether, text messaging. I don't know any of those things. So how do you expect me to be able to give you advice on any of those things women go into relationships thinking that they can change men and that they're going to change and they never do on the opposite side most men think that women are not going to change and they always evolve into something else another thing you can be dating someone for a year to a year and a half to two years and they're always going to be on their best behavior a friend of mine called that sending a representative. People send representatives for a year to two years. I mean, after two years, stuff starts coming flying out of the woodworks, flying out of the closet where they've got foot fetishes. They don't fight fair. They got a gambling problem and all kinds of other things. So just keep in mind, hold on tight for the ride because you truly have to get to know someone. All relationships evolve. If a man is not At least a little bit interested on the front end you know if you tell him on the phone hey I'm tired I had a rough day I'm sleepy and I'm hungry and you know I'm just gonna go home if he's not willing to drive to give you some app that teaches you how to relax and a sandwich for 15 minutes just to see your face he probably is an end to you because remember, things are on fire in the beginning. If you're not getting that in the beginning, you dang sure ain't going to get that somewhere in the middle. And last but not least, don't overanalyze it. There's no checklist. There's no algorithm. There's no owner's manual. They don't provide any of that. It's just a feeling. So that was the serious side or semi-serious side of today's podcast about relationships, but you always should expect a little bit more of a humorous side. And with me today, I have Cassandra as a guest. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So we're going to discuss some things that happen to you on, I guess you could consider it online dating. And in this process, basically... You've had some experiences with this kind of dating. You would go out one, one or two times, most of the time, just one time, and that was it.
1: Exactly, and that's even what this guy told me that I recently met, is that he's had a lot of first dates and only one daters, and now I understand why. <laughs> so,
0: so now you understand why. So let me get this right. It's the same kind of thing with many different guys that you've gone out with. How many guys do you think that you've met up on, is it, whatever, on, I'm not going to name, have we already named Any it? of the apps. Any of the apps. That
1: includes Facebook, right? right. I mean, that's an I, online app.
0: I don't know. In other words, you've had... You've had other relationships before. I wouldn't call them relationships, but you've had other opportunities to go out with guys, and usually it's a one and done.
1: Yes, I've been doing this for five years now. Five Ooh, yeah. years.
0: And you're how old? Forty what?
1: Forty-two.
0: Anyway, so in this particular case, you had this one guy. This is the very last one.
1: Yes, the most recent experience okay. and probably the most memorable of all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've heard the story. That's why you're on this show. This is very (laughs) memorable, by the way. So anyway, so tell me how the story took place with meeting this guy.
1: Okay, so I'll start from the beginning because um, you have to know the background to know how it ended. But um, it's very common for these men... (laughs) I say that loosely, um, to find someone on Facebook. And so this is how it all began. Um, you know, I have dating profiles already created out there on the apps. And so I i don't know this for sure, but I feel like the way that he found me was because he matched my picture and my name. And so he found me and friended me on Facebook I accepted because we had some mutual friends, and he looked a.k.a. normal. And before I knew it, within probably the same day, he was sending me an instant message in my messenger box. Hey!
0: Okay, so after meeting, or then what happened? What happens after that? Does he say, hey, let's meet up, or I don't understand how it works.
1: Okay, so I have to tell you how he starts it, is that he's saying... His name to me, Um, he's responding to a story that I've posted to act like, you know, he's really interested in what I'm posting. Hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, and this isn't normal for me to send friend requests to a pretty stranger, so I apologize. But I just couldn't help it, and I hope you have a nice day. So then he's hoping for me to respond back, which I did. Yes. Thanks, it's nice outside. (laughs) (laughs) So he takes quite a while, you know, he tries to ask me some questions on Facebook and get to know me a little bit and says that, you know, if I'm up for it, he wants to get to know me and, you know, tries to act like a big family guy and position himself to where, you know, he really cares about family quality and wants and- to really know who i am yes and so you know we spend a couple maybe several days getting to know each other on um, facebook on the messenger app and you know after a few days or so he finally says you know well here's my number um if you want it give me a call You know, and I'm a single mom, and so um, I can't just meet up any day, and so we kind of went back and forth on which days would be good and our schedules, because he's out of town a lot.
0: Busy man.
1: Yes, yes, and you know, a lot of people are busy, so I didn't really gather anything from that right away. Okay, so we finally set this first date, and it was a long date. We went two different places. We had appetizers and drinks together and good conversation. It really was great. Like, it was a good first date and then we called it a night and we had already actually by the end of the date set the next date for just a few days later so
0: you get two dates not one this ain't a one-and-done-er this no. is a two-dater oh so you this is on your progress. second date so you're making positive progress yes okay so you go on the second date what was that like was that a long date too
1: Okay, so the second date was another same type of like appetizer drink date. Conversation was pretty good, and it was a little bit shorter because it wasn't the weekend. It was like a weekday date.
0: Well, that's significant.
1: Yeah, so he drove to me again for the second time. And, is that not common? Um, or is no, it usually a it's up? not common. Um, sometimes. We'll meet halfway, but a lot of times, a girl has to drive.
0: Wow. And so, he's about 25 miles away, so he drove the whole way. So, that's that's positive progress as well, based on the previous stories you've told me.
1: Yeah, I was feeling pretty good at this point.
0: Okay, so the second date went well. Yeah. Okay, so what is different? Why is it so different from this person compared to the others?
1: He wants to be exclusive.
0: Okay. That's big time progress. That's almost scary progress. Right. Because you haven't had that in a while to be exclusive.
1: Yes. And he approached it in the way that he wasn't really sure about, you know, how soon that should happen as if he didn't have a lot of experience and he was really scared to ask and, you know, he really played it up well at the time and acted like we should only date each other and, you know, soon after that that like I got a text saying something about oh you know that's what a boyfriend does so he was already calling himself my boyfriend
0: because maybe he's lost some people really quickly before too I just assume that and he hasn't wanted anything special from you and you know what I mean by because we got to keep this clean Typically, what people think about those bumble sites is that it's just nothing but a hookup. So this guy has shown you something different than what the other guys have shown. He wants a second date. It's during the freaking week, not during the weekend. Now we're at this point where you've had two dates. Everything's good. He wants to get to know you more, more. He's put you on hold. In other words, behold, I'm using this selectively because when I say hold... He's got you at thinking that maybe he wants to be the boyfriend and using that terminology.
1: And he's already set up the next date on the second date. You Without know, you
0: having to do it. Right. Yeah. You
1: always want to have you know a next date set up. Problem is, on the second date, he says he wants to see me a third date, but then ask me when I'm free, and I say that I'm free two days from then, and... He can't really do that date so we set the next third date for about nine days out
0: that's a long time especially for a boyfriend right so then you start to see all of these inconsistencies and the whole time you're talking with your sister about this and your brother-in-law and they're giving you a little bit of i don't think you say that it's not very much advice but they're being a sounding board for your issues and so they're helping you along the way. All right. So, after all this time, you start seeing these inconsistencies. Give me some of the inconsistencies that you're seeing and things that really went from just minor disturbances to I am so pissed off that <laughs> I don't I can't see straight. Yeah,
1: so within the next week between the second and the third date was when all of the mixed emotions started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, if you look at I've looked at narcissism before, and I felt like... (laughs) He was starting to love bomb me immediately after the second date and this boyfriend-girlfriend status. So I would get all these texts saying, you know, it's just you and me. And then he started calling me all these pet names like Baby and Sweetie and just really laying it on thick. And I thought, my goodness, like, this is so awesome. It feels good to, you know, get texts like this, but is he being for real? And so that was kind of what I would send my sister, like, what do you think about these texts? And so is this a red flag or is this for real? But
0: they were saying, hold on, see where it's going to go because... Maybe you would be ending it too early based on previous thoughts from all the other issues.
1: Right. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to give up too soon on things, thinking, well, maybe he thinks I'm the one. Maybe that's why this is happening. And
0: after five years of being divorced, you kind of want to think the best in people versus the opposite.
1: Yes, I always try to keep an open mind, especially at first. It was so early on. I mean we'd literally only spent about oh eight hours total together.
0: So uh, over the course of time, you basically started seeing less and less of his text and then he was making excuses of when to change the date, and you became irritated from what I remember you saying, and you confronted him on it, and how did he handle the confrontation?
1: Yeah, so after the love bombing came, he became too busy, (laughs) and I just didn't understand, like, if he was, you know, wanting to be my boyfriend and that in love with me and saying all of these, like, super nice things to me, then... Why was it going to be nine days before I could see him when I had a couple of free nights where I could have seen him? And so I got irritated and let him know that, and he confronted me back saying that family and work are important, and that, you know, I should be understanding of his time. He shouldn't just always have to make plans around my time. And so then we actually had a FaceTime about it, and that was very awkward, but because you're so used to text it. you're so
0: used to texting yes
1: that was the first time that we had actually even been on the phone mm. um it had all been texting
0: and i've heard that more people these days spend more time texting than what they do on the phone and i know that if i'm with if i send my wife a sideways text and what i mean by that if i send her a text that I have to go back and proofread many times so that she can't take it out of perspective of what I'm trying to text because if it's, like I say, sideways, she gets sideways. And so I imagine there's a lot of communication problems early on, even with texting. So here you are on a FaceTime with this guy
1: Yes, and so then we FaceTimed again the next night. He was thinking, you know, that if he would FaceTime me all the time, then I would be happy enough, but that really didn't help because, again, nine days is just a—it's too long for so, another day.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, I said earlier that if I have, if I'm into someone, I will drive 20 miles the distance between um, between you two. And if you would have told me that you had a bad day and that you needed some sleep or you were hungry, I would have a freaking sandwich ready for you and an app telling you how to relax and saying, I just needed to see your face for 15 minutes and it's worth every mile. So that's how, I mean, men get downright nerdy when they've found the right person. They just get nerdy and then they kind of... They kind of fall back from that nerdiness. But in the beginning, they want to put their best foot forward. But anyway, let's go yeah. on to the best. Let's go on to the... Because to, I've heard this story, and I'm telling you, this gets so good. So then he says... You get tired of him not texting you. You know, there's days where he goes like nine hours without saying anything. And you're like, okay, do I text him? Do I not text him? You send sit your sister and your brother-in-law messages. When do I text him? What do I do? And they give you advice on just tell him how it is, how you feel. So you send a message back and then all of a sudden he starts texting you. But then you get to realizing this guy may not be into me. So your I think it's your either your sister or your brother in law said send him messages back that and build on what the whole bumble approach is and it's about
1: Oh yeah. Instead of how's the weather, my messages went all the way to like the raciest messages you could get like they went from one extreme to the other and how he didn't think that was weird I don't know but he immediately I'm talking like within seconds responds and like just really starts getting into this texting game and I mean it was a game for me but he thought I was dead serious he, very responsive at this point and he he, he
0: invites you over right yes to stay. He's,
1: he sets up a really nice dinner buys this fancy snack for us to eat and decides that we're going to watch a movie as his way of telling me that he wants me to see his house.
0: Mm. So we know what his we know what his plans were, but you changed the plans and you said, I think I'm not feeling very well. So you came back home.
1: Okay, so um waited on his text the next day, and he said that everything was perfect. And we're going to... He says we're going to keep doing this again and again. And so here I am, excited again. You know, all the emotions back and forth. I'm back excited again that everything went well on the third date. And here I am about to get a fourth date, which is, you know, incredible after five years of all this stupid online dating. So... Um, You know, we text a little bit throughout the day. I guess after that, we kind of said that we were going to see each other, but we didn't have anything set up yet. And so I I just kind of text him over the next several days, and he has some more family commitments. He's busy, busy, busy as usual. And so I'm just kind of waiting around to see when he's going to suggest we go out again for the fourth date. So Sunday comes around. And that morning, I immediately get a text saying, Hey, I would love for you to set aside a night this weekend for us. A night. And well, granted, I have the whole weekend free. And, you know, I also have some weeknights free. But it turns out he's not going to be around for. All five days of the week so I'm not gonna have a weeknight date with him at all and I'm only gonna have one night apparently on the weekend so here I am going from happy to frustrated again because he has no time
0: texting your your sister and your brother-in-law and them giving you feedback
1: yes so I'm going wow what is going on and my sister says he's a busy busy man and <laughs> I say yes he is and i just don't know you know if i can take that because one of my you know everyone talks about love languages one of mine is quality time Mm -hmm. and i made that clear with him at the beginning that i like quality time but you know here it is 9 days out again every 9 days sounds to we're me like a his date. love
0: language is talk. Yes. Yeah. By yes. Text, and that's apparently. exactly
1: what my brother-in-law and my sister told me is that it sounds like he's saying all these things but he's literally doing nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that is one thing that I have learned.
0: Yeah and you said something about a con- he's Instead of making you a priority, he made you a convenience. Exactly. As well. okay. Yes.
1: So, whenever he could fit me in every nine days, he was good with that. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't putting out hardly any effort. I mean, even his texts were just like so sporadic, they weren't even that fulfilling. So,
0: then you started the up game on the one nighter.
1: Yeah. So, he acted like he could possibly see me on one of the nights, but he was probably out. So, I didn't get my hopes up on that. But then the next night, he kind of came back and said that he definitely wants to do something with me. And so we kind of made plans for that one night during the weekend. And so here I am excited again. I'm not so frustrated because I know that he has obligations the rest of the time. And I'm trying to be considerate of his time. You know, because he already had a lot of these things scheduled before we met. Um, So I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. So we plan on the one weekend night. And then he comes back and sends me, you know, a text saying, um, are we going to have a sleepover?
0: Okay. And you said, nope, that's not going to happen, right? Right. And he said,
1: we don't have to.
0: Fast forward. No text. Hardly any.
1: The text started diminishing dramatically. Okay.
0: Now we get to the part, you are pissed off royally. Yes. He knows it.
1: Well, and he's sitting there thinking, too, because then I got another text saying, just curious, I'm wondering why you decided not to do a sleepover. Like, Mm -hmm. why not? So he's trying to figure out, like, where this is going, and Mm -hmm. he's not really happy with it.
0: And he's not in control. Right. Men like to be in control. Well, that's not fair. Somebody in the relationship likes to be in control. He's just one of those that has to be in control. Yes. Because he feels more confident. Yeah, I remember those days. So, (laughs) because I was one of those. He knows you're aggravated and he's aggravated at you. And now this boyfriend-girlfriend thing is about to be over. So, you went to, I, I don't think I'm going too fast, but you are frustrated and you go to your hairstylist. By the way, your hair looks good. (laughs) Thanks. With your hat on. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah, and
1: then I wore a hat all weekend. So,
0: So, you go to your hairstylist, and you're telling her the story, and what does she say? This, everybody listening, this is almost like law-abiding citizen. We're trying to take you down the route where you are absolutely getting aggravated at this man so that you can feel the pressure of where she really needs to get back at him. And we know, based on church on Sunday, we're supposed to forgive and just move on. But some people just can't do that, especially when they have a hairstylist like the one that you have, and a sister the way that you have, and a brother-in-law, pretty much a mastermind based on what I understand. But anyway, (laughs) so go ahead and...
1: Okay, well, actually the Starbucks line that I get in all the time was very, very slow. I mean, I was in that line for like 15 minutes. So, what do I do? Get on my phone. I'm like, hmm, okay. I I just felt something in my gut saying, open the apps and see if he's still on there. Because when I first started dating him, after the first couple dates, he told me, I'm deleting the app. Like, that was one of his things. I've told all these ladies that I'm done with them and I've deleted the app. And he was still on there saying that he was new, so I thought, oh, well, maybe it just hasn't come off of there yet, and it hasn't deleted. I open up the app in the Starbucks line, and, you know, it doesn't take very long for me to see that he's on there. I swipe through, like, a few people, and he pops right up. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Not only that, he has a picture that he had texted me of himself, as part of his profile so this was not an original photo to me (laughs) it was so humorous and so like oh my goodness at the same time i could not believe it i took all the screenshots of course and then when i got to my hair appointment i immediately showed you know she's she's part of my squad basically like i told her everything because i get my hair done a lot and i've known her for a long time She's about 20 years younger than me, and so she knows a lot about these apps, even though she has never done it because she is practically about to be married. But she has, she loves investigating things just like I do. We have kind of the same personality that way. So she has helped some of her friends in the past. Girl, get
0: on with it. Get to the good stuff. This is the part I've been waiting on the whole time. She
1: and... has already helped some of her friends in the past try to discover, you know, cheating boyfriends, who's on the app, what are they <laughs> up to. So, you know, she's already created this fake picture. Well, she has like two or three of them that she's created where, you know, she's changed her hair and a little bit of her face. And she's like, I will totally let you use these. This is going to be perfect. So that's what I do. Like I get my hair done and I immediately go home and I create, well, I had to delete my old profile and I created this new one under, you know, this fake name. All these fake pictures. Is she hot? Um, Yeah, so... Not
0: the hairstyler. Was the picture, I mean... She was smoking, right? Yes. So she, okay. she
1: looked very, you know, vibrant, and she had these long lashes and long hair, and she just looked like she was someone that everyone would swipe on. Okay, definitely. All right. So I knew that this was going to work, and you then did? I just knew it. And so when I built the profile, I built it knowing some of the things that he would look for: honesty. <laughs> Love of sports.
0: Honesty. Yes. That's because about as he ironic as has, can be. has that in
1: his profile. Coffee drinker. Let's see, and then, you know, like a few other things to kind of throw him off because I didn't want it to look just perfect. like him. Yeah. yeah, or just like someone that he would Come be on, perfect to with. Timmy. You know, I said communication is key here, and I put my age to match his so that I would really fall within, you know, his matches. So profile is created. I have to wait an entire day because he has gone out of town. And so if you're too far away, someone won't come up in your matches and your profile. The whole day I checked and checked and he still hadn't matched. So here it is my week, my first weeknight plans. I go out as usual and, you know, he actually texts me and says, have a great night with a bunch of exclamation marks. And Mm -hmm. I don't answer it mainly because I'm getting ready to go, he feels like something's off. So he texts again and says, is everything okay? Uh, I feel like our vibes are off. So he's setting the scene for me to have the vibes be off on his own because he wants to come back later and say, I think the vibes were off. So he just was setting things up that entire day. I get it. And I knew that because I hadn't done anything. The only thing I had done up to this point was say no sleepover. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he was already done with me at that point. I was pretty sure that he wasn't going to meet, me up, meet up with me the next night. So this is the first night of the weekend that he's not free, apparently. But he tells me that he's going to be back in town in like an hour and a half. So technically, he could still see me. And so I just straight up ask him, you know, are you home yet? He tells me he'll be home in an hour and a half. And I say, oh, well, you could come to the concert with me. And he says that he's too tired. And after that, oh, it was so quick after that, that he matched on the app with her, with the fake And so I open it up and I'm just thinking, wow, like I knew it would work, but to see it actually happen and we're talking, he immediately gets back into town and opens the app and matches. Like this is something that he has been opening a lot, apparently, which means he's already back into town. And so he had lied about where he was. And
0: he also said that he had gotten rid of the app. Right. And he didn't.
1: Exactly. And you'd
0: already seen that he had... Not that's why you put this on there to yes. see if he would because sometimes, th- from what I understand, they say that it's deleted but it's just inactive and it's still up. Or and,
1: sometimes you're on there and you're just not ever opening it, you're you just stay on there. Well, quite
0: apparently, he was so. He he finds this girl, swipes left or right. Now he's all into her. Now, how does that change your relationship? Oh, wait, you haven't sent anything back yet, though, right. Right. Okay. So So tell me how that works. First it
1: matches. And since it's Bumble, the girl has to speak first. Mm -hmm. So he swipes right to say, yes, I I want to talk to you. I'm just
0: going to interject right now. When that happened, your plan is starting to start to work. I imagine every single human being who is on to this with you, who you've already told this about, you just said you probably sent a mass text going, "Oh my goodness!"
1: Yes, he, he just did it.
0: swiped it. It's or like what?
1: a fish, yeah he <laughs> <laughs> He took the bait.
0: That's awesome. So he swipes, and, um, and now she starts to talk. What do you? What does she say?
1: Well, she says. Hey and says his name. But, you know, that's all she says because she doesn't want to say too much too quick. We'll call him Philip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she, she doesn't say she subtly introduces herself. What does he say? She
1: says, "Hey Philip, and so then she has to wait on him to actually respond because How long that's take? another thing like maybe he just wanted to see if if she liked him back and he's never going to say anything back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know it was probably 15 minutes, not too long, not instantly. Uh, maybe 30 minutes
0: it's less time than what it takes for him to text you back
1: well that's true <laughs> okay so he texts
0: her back the te- there's another additional text that she sends and then he sends another one back and it's starting to get a little juicier and he's like hey i mean
1: it barely took any time we talked uh, you know a couple of messages back and forth about what we were oh, doing oh not we
0: her you got to make sure that it's not you and him it's it's the girl, the fake person, and him. Because you said we. That'll confuse people. Well, I'm people.
1: still doing that, though. I know. So this fake account has messages back and forth with this Philip guy uh, about what they're doing. And then it turns into, what are you doing uh, the rest of the weekend? And
0: she says, I, I have some free time on what day?
1: Yeah. She's, Sunday, she Saturday. She says, not a lot. Um pretty open tomorrow knowing that he already had a date set up, supposedly. Oh, with you. Yes.
0: She's made herself available for the date time that yes. you, I didn't know about that. Now, all of a sudden he.
1: He's going to have to choose. Yeah. But he's
0: already set out the bad vibes to you.
1: Yeah, he already set that up. Already
0: set up the failure. Earlier. Yeah, so he comes back. After, the, after she says, I'm interested, I got some time for you, he says, hey, I got some time for you too.
1: Yeah, but first he texts me, and he tries to figure out how he's going to get out with me before he sets it up with her. And
0: what does he say to you?
1: So he says, hey, I hope you're enjoying yourself. You can respond to this later, knowing that I probably won't. But I'm just wondering why you want to go to this concert when you don't even know the music. So he's trying to set the thing up to where he doesn't have to go. Because he's obviously not interested in the music, and I'm really not that interested, according to you me. You just want to go
0: with him. Right. Okay. And so that's
1: what I tell him. I just wanted to go with you. I thought it sounded like a fun time, and I really like all kinds of music. So it doesn't really bother me not to know so what it is. So he sends
0: back and says, we're pretty much done.
1: He sends back right then and said, well, I say, what do you want to do then? And so after I say, what do you want to do, he says... I don't really want to do anything. I'm sorry. And I knew that was coming.
0: Yeah. And so what was the specific verbiage that he used?
1: He thinks that our vibes are off Mm -hmm. and they have been that we've had some awkward conversations in the past and that we just probably won't make a good team long term. And he knows that's what we both want.
0: Now immediate attention to the other girl. So you get, you're like, okay, I got this guy, but now I got to set the hook. You got, in other words, fishing, you got a fish that's nibbling. Now you got to set a hook. And it was
1: so easy. I
0: know. And you caught, but you got the right idea. You're going to bring this guy. I mean, you got him interested in you, but now it's the intricacies and the whole plan and this plan had to be so all you were going to do was meet him that's a lot of material there that you got to plan out because how am I going to do it who's going to help me because you can't do it alone
1: oh and my brother-in-law he definitely is the mastermind
0: well so what did you said your sister was involved too
1: yes okay so all of us
0: so in this plan you know that you're going to meet with the person you don't know how it's going to come off
1: well actually the setup happened immediately because oh really we were yeah we were messaging back and forth um and it was so quick i didn't want to lose him you know i knew that he was being very responsive so i wanted to go ahead and set it up as soon as possible And so, yes, I'm going back and forth with my sister and brother-in-law by text saying, you know, what would be a good place? What would be a good time? What should we set up? Like, we've got to get this set up immediately.
0: Okay, so you go, how does this take place? What's What's going to happen?
1: Okay, so part of my plan was to set the place that we meet um you know at an inconvenience to him mm-hmm. so i still think that's pretty funny that so you made
0: him drive he to had you. to
1: drive yeah about 30 minutes away mm-hmm. and um yes we met at a restaurant and there was also a big event going on in the same area mm-hmm. so it was very crowded a lot of traffic And just like a huge inconvenience for him. Um, It also backed up to a baseball game that he wanted to watch. So he wasn't going to be able to spend like a whole lot of time there because he was going to have to watch the game. Inconvenient as possible was the plan. And he
0: actually did hit traffic. And that's interesting. Because everything that could have gone wrong for him pretty much did.
1: Yes. And the thing is, is he set up this date so quick. He was all about it. He's like, yes, I can meet you. I can meet you at that time, at that place." he had no issues
0: but he's an honest person it's all about families and whatever else inside the restaurant you have your brother and brother and sister no your your brother-in-law and your sister is inside the restaurant with their child to make it even more inconspicuous (laughs) right and they're watching to see when he's coming in
1: yes and they had their car planted in just the right spot in the parking lot not too close to the building but you know kind of in a spot where we thought we would be able to see everything when it all went down
0: okay so you show okay so they're inside watching and so when he walks in you had already seen oh he's texting you along the way saying i'm almost there but i'm in traffic here's what i'm wearing i'm wearing a Uh, Was it a black shirt and some glasses or on top of his head or whatever? So you texted your brother-in-law and your sister and said he's wearing black glasses and black shirt. He will be in there. And your brother-in-law said, and this is his whole plan. Your brother-in-law said, tell him, because remember, you're trying to put him out as much as possible. Tell him to order you. A rum and diet coke. Yes. And you don't even drink rum and diet cokes. <laughs> so as he walks in, your brother-in-law and sister send a message back saying he just arrived. Everything's going well. Your sister goes no, your brother-in-law goes outside to look to see where he's parked and The plan was that you needed to be able to see because you're going to get out of your car because you have to park your car away so that he doesn't see your car. That's
1: right. I'm a couple miles away at this point because I don't want him to think that I'm actually there.
0: Right, because he can see how far you are.
1: Inside the app. And at
0: one point you were parked too close and your sister said, get away because he'll know how far you are. So you drove away. She or he went outside to see where he was parked and then you drove your car closer, got out, told him you're still a little bit still a little bit late. Order me a Roman Diet Coke. Meanwhile, brother-in-law moved the car to where you could see him cuz you wanted to see him walk outside. As he walks in, your brother-in-law says, "Coast is clear whatever, you're good to go." And what do you do? Cuz this is the this is the phenomenal side because your brother-in-law and your sister are now inside watching. And they're giving you every move that he makes. And he actually, your brother-in-law actually sent a message to you that says, oh my goodness, he just ordered the rum and Diet Coke and put it out to the side.
1: Yes, and he says, yeah, my brother-in-law said, he told someone that he has someone coming that he has to save the seat next to him. Right, And I open up the app. And there's a picture of the Roman Diet Coke waiting on me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: and that's really one of my favorite parts right there. <laughs> it's just seeing that I, I ordered it for you. Like, I am just so, like, ready waiting. to see you. I, just completely, I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, I just completely annihilated somebody else's soul. But now I'm sitting here with... This new potential date. Who's, oh, yes. Yeah, dark hair and a little bit of freckles. Trying to make
1: everything just absolutely perfect. The way it
0: was he did for you. So yes. But now you get it twice. You just get it as a different person. This has got to be exciting. <laughs> so you're outside. You finally drive up and you park your car away again on a path that he won't take when he leaves. And you get in their car. So the sister walks out unlocks the car lets you in you're sitting there waiting
1: well not quite yet because i have to go deliver something to his truck right before i get in the car what
0: did you have to deliver to his truck
1: okay so (laughs) when you punk somebody i think it's all about the details right so i had written out on this memo pad that i had gotten at the ritz carlton which i just feel like that makes it so much better that it's on a piece of paper from the ritz carlton Mm -hmm. but it said hey philip so sorry but i got too nervous and felt it was too soon to meet i've had some off vibes between us and i just don't think we would make a good team for the long term thanks for understanding and then i signed my fake name
0: hmm And you put it on his truck.
1: And then I put it on his truck. And
0: you waited back at the car to see him come out and what he was going to do. Meanwhile, you've got somebody inside that's giving you intel on everything that's going down. And so now he's getting... He's nervous. He's nervous. He's looking around, from what I understand, looking around to see whether or not the person's going to come. And you don't want to sit out there and wait forever. So this was a part of the plan that hadn't been absolutely just taken down checklist by checklist. Right. So you had to come up with something and your brother-in-law said, okay, do you have the note out there on the door or on the car? And you said, check. And then he said, okay, how in the world are we going to get him out?
1: This is when our masterminds came together. Yeah. And I used a Google voice number to send him a text so he's confused he's like who is this i never texted him before
0: and you had texted him and said you cannot make it
1: i said oh i can't make it all of a sudden you know because here he is in the app saying are you close and getting very nervous so yeah from that number i say i'm actually not going to be able to make it and the reason i tell him came from my (laughs) brother-in-law And he says, tell him that you can't come because your brother just got out of prison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you tell him that, and he said, who is this? And then yeah. from the inside, your sister said, oh my goodness, he just <laughs> smiled and held his head up and shook it like I have been had, but it ain't over yet. As he walks out. Brother-in-law and sister, go to the window and watch him grab the note and read it. And you get to see him read it.
1: Yeah, I'm in the car watching.
0: And he is not happy.
1: So he starts texting that number, the fake one, immediately you know, very irritated and then asked, how did you know what I drive? What
0: an idiot. Okay, so <laughs> he didn't even know what you, he didn't even know that. He hadn't even hit two and two together yet. Yeah. And then eventually he said, you got me.
1: Yeah. But at first he said, you got me to the fake. And I was still just shaking my head like, really? Does he understand this? Like, is he really getting what's going down? And the last thing he sent the fake number was the vibes are off lol and at that point I thought okay he probably gets it and sure enough about mm, 30 minutes later he texts me and says good one
0: did it make you feel better
1: oh absolutely
0: it did make you feel better
1: (laughs) that makes me feel like a bad person but you know No one was harmed in this scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I feel like sometimes people set themselves up for what needs to come to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The way that he treated me was just how I was treating him back.
0: And you know, the thing about it is, if you think about this, the potential at what could have been done to you is far worse. Because if you would have stayed over, I mean, do you understand? People say, well, there's no skin in the game oh, there's a lot of skin in the game if you if you put the skin into it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, yeah, what could have been done to you would have been way worse than what you just did to him. Right. But I guarantee you as a man, if that would have happened to me, <laughs> there's a part of me where all you can do is say, Wow, that was good. I don't see how in the world you pulled it off. Right. Because everything had to be perfect. And it, it's like a 007.
1: <laughs> and he never suspected anything. Like, there was no doubt in his mind mm-hmm. from the moment that he saw the fake pictures and swept right on them. He didn't take any time to get to know her because I, this is what he does. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just going to figure it out later.
0: I bet you the next time he sends out a message to the next girl, in the back of his mind, he will say, yes. this could happen again.
1: And you know what? I don't see him on there anymore.
0: Well, when you go through all this noise of what people say to you and what relationships are all about, you have to go, you got to get past that and realize that if people are going to be into you, they're going to show that they're into you on the front end. And I mean, there's. it's never going to be hot, throughout but at least at the beginning if they're if they're really into you they're going to show you that they're really into you so i think we've reached the time limit i appreciate you for being on the show you have been absolutely phenomenal the story and the journey was amazing and so thank you
1: thanks for having me and thanks for marrying my sister
0: Hey, thanks for stopping in today and listening to the third installment of Past the Noise. I hope you have a blessed day. Please click on subscribe so you can get automatic updates.